Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. How you going? I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for being here. If this is your first podcast, this is a podcast that is here to make your day today better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show and every show is going to make your day better than yesterday. I'm here three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm here with a guest. And Fridays, I am here with you. And very soon, you and I are going to be in the same room. Melbourne tickets are on sale now. Go to osherginsburg.com, click live. I'll also put a link in my Instagram and a link in the show notes right here. Melbourne, April 3rd, Chapel Off Chapel, two shows, 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. We've been there before. We can't wait to come back. It's a really accessible venue. If you need wheelchair access, they're super cool. Just give them a call and they'll, they'll help you out. April 3rd. 4 p.m. and 7 p.m., two shows, two fantastic guests we have lined up. And you will find out who those guests are as I'm introducing them on the night. So, yeah, because surprises are the best, right? I love surprises. Brisbane, April 22nd, there'll be two shows, 6.30 and 8.30. Uh, tickets on sale. Uh, I'll let you know when the venue and the tickets as soon as I can, but it's close to the city. All right. So put those dates in your diary. Tickets on sale right now for Chapel Off Chapel, April 3rd, 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Get around it. We'd love to see you. Rachel and I are coming down. Bree's going to be there. We can't wait to come and make some live podcasts with you. And, yeah. It's going to be fun, and I can't wait for you to come and be a part of it. So, how are you going? If you've never listened to this show before, Mondays and Wednesdays I talk with a guest. Fridays I just kind of generally check in and, and, and talk about what's going on and how I'm going and the view that having an authentic conversation with you about how I'm going might inspire you to uh, check in with yourself and perhaps check where you're going. Are you going in directions you want to go? Are you in alignment with your values? Are you being accountable to the things you promised other people to do. And part of me telling you means I'm fucking accountable, aren't I? So I can't go back on my word about stuff, which is good. So uh, as you may or may not know, I've been talking quite a bit about how much pain my hip is in lately. It's been a bastard, like a real bastard. I've been complaining about the pain a lot. I've been on the 
the tens machine at three in the afternoon. You know, I sometimes don't need to put the tens machine on until like eight or nine at night to calm all the spasms in my hips down. But yeah, the other day I was like walking around looking after Wolfie with all the cables hanging off me. What's that? Can I touch it? No, mate, you can't touch it. Like it's sending electric shocks through my skin, but I don't think you'll like it. Uh, makes the pain go away though. It's pretty great. Uh, but yesterday it got to the point where, you know, I was on the edge of tears. My hands were shaking from the adrenaline, from the pain. And Audrey just, she just took one look at me and she said, just do some fucking yoga. Just go and do yoga and go and on daycare days, you and I are going to go swimming. Just come on, let's get this because this can't go on. And fair enough, because who wants to live with a complainy, quivery person who's wired up to electronic patches that make the pain go away? Love her because she didn't then say, it's the same thing I've been telling you to do for six months because she has been telling me to do it for a long time. I, I didn't dismiss her, though it probably felt like I was dismissing her but I just wanted to try and figure it out. I want to try and figure it out myself. But I'm, look, honestly, at the point where the strategy is to deal with the pain, my options are starting to narrow, all right? And I am someone that I just don't want to go near heavy painkillers, all right? I've spoken on the show about what it was like when the painkillers showed up in my life and... I've had problems with those things in the past. And honestly, the other night I was fantasizing about Vicodin. <laughs> and I don't want those things to come into my life. I don't want that to be my option because I don't want to, I guess, I don't want to lose control of the life that I have. And when drugs like that come into my life, it can, it can be tricky. Bear in mind, if I do end up there, I'll make sure there's lots of strategies around it, but I don't want that. So, go to, just go to fucking yoga, she says. So, I, I shut up and I did what she told me to do because, and I'm sorry that it took me so long, but I know that sometimes my best ideas aren't the best ideas. And I know that, look, let's be honest, like things got better in my life when I started listening to other people's ideas, people who weren't using my brain to think about the world, people that weren't using my decision-making process to, to make choices. And once I just did what they, they said, you know what, it'd be good if you did this, you'd probably really benefit from that. I'm like, okay, I will, because what I've been trying hasn't been working. So I'm really trying anything. So yeah. So I went to yoga this morning, booked it yesterday, set my alarm early, got up, had my coffee, got on the bicycle, if you are anywhere on the east coast of Australia right now, this is the 25th of February 2022 today, we're essentially underwater. Like there's a lot of rain happening. So it was kind of, I like riding my bike in the rain. It's kind of fun. It's absolutely pissing with rain outside, right? So I, I you know, had my jacket on and anyway, get, get to the, lock my bike up, get inside. And I say, hey, how are you going to the teacher? I haven't been here before. Just letting you know, I got there early because I wanted to get a good spot. So I was just letting you know that just over a year ago, I had hip replacement and, you know, visually you can see one of my legs is quite bigger than the other. The muscles in my right leg, some of them don't, I don't even switch on. I'm trying to get some balance back in and try to recalibrate what's going on. And she says, no worries, I'll, I'll, you know, just do what you can. And it was super challenging. 
in this particular studio, it's not always the case, but in my experience, I've, I haven't done yoga for a long time. In fact, the last yoga class I took was with Audrey in Venice, where I used to live when she came over to visit me. It's a billion years ago, right? So I honestly haven't done a yoga class in seven years, maybe. And um, I'm the only guy in there. And for some reason, the class was full of Brazilians. I can't speak Portuguese. But it was, anyway. I started yoga about 20 years ago, mainly because somebody I worked with, an incredible woman by the name of Sarah Dabra, she goes, you should do yoga. I think you'd really enjoy it. And it was brilliant. But at the time when I started yoga, I was so self-conscious and so worried about what people might think of me that I would hide at the back of the room because I didn't want anybody to see that I was wobbly and falling over and losing my balance and couldn't control my stability in certain poses. The fact that I was in a beginner's class and everybody was wobbly and falling over and couldn't control themselves in certain poses didn't seem to matter. I just didn't want anyone to look at me while I, while I did that. And I would hide in the, in, in the back wall, like right up against the back wall or you know up against the side wall. And, and that's always shit when you're trying to do the opening poses and your leg opening poses and stuff like that and your, your ankle hits the wall or your wrist hits the wall and you know it's, it's, it's not great. I fell into the curtains once and I nearly pulled them down. As my hearing got worse, I had to creep slowly towards the front of the class because they're always like, and down into what? What did you say? So I'm kind of trying to look through all the people, trying to see what pose we're going to next. I can't hear them, so I had to kind of get closer to the front of the class. Second row, I think, was the closest I ever got. This morning, though, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Straight in there, front row, far left, so the teacher's on my good ear. So boom, I managed to hear her the whole time. It was actually pretty good. Now, it's been a long time since the last time I did a yoga class. And I remembered, I've got to bring a towel. I always bring a towel to yoga. But I've forgotten why I really, really needed to bring a towel to yoga. But it wasn't soon before I remembered because we weren't even at the second upward-facing dog before my, oh, goodness, what's the word for it? Um, Anahata, the fire, the inner heat. I, I started sweating at like the second up dog and I'm like, oh, that's right. For some reason, when I do yoga, it's only when I'm doing yoga. It's not when I'm lifting weights or anything like that. But for some reason, when I do yoga, I sweat more than anyone. I'm seriously, I'm a one-man La Nina. I look around the room, oh, wow, it's hot in here. This is whoa, it's one of those warm studios. I look around the room, everyone else's mat is bone dry. All right, and everyone says, hold the pose for some breaths, really opening into that back heel. And she's saying all this sweet stuff and the serenity of her whispery instruction is being pierced by the sound of the dollops of rain dripping off of my body and splatting onto my mat, which is shattering the otherwise serene and incense-scented piece of this yoga studio. And yoga teachers, they often say stuff like, now, if lifting up off the toes and into a handstand is too challenging today, child's pose is always available to you. No one wants to surrender in a child's pose. Everybody wants to give it a go. But I'm grateful that, you know, because while everyone else is levitating with one ankle perfectly stacked above one knee, above one hip, above one elbow, above one earlobe, above one wrist, 
I'm on my knees doing my version of child's pose, which is essentially mopping up lakes of sweat from the mat like a scullery maid before we lift up into the next lunge and I, I, I slip in pools of my own skin tears because that's the other thing. My, my mat gets really slippery. Uh, the worst one is when we lift up into bridge pose, which is when your heels are – you're lying on your back and your heels are up against your bum and you basically, you know, lift up. So only your heels and your shoulders are touching your floor. But I can get so sweaty. Even through a T-shirt, the small of my back forms a suction and <laughs> – when I come back down onto the mat, my back will do a skin fart <laughs> on the yoga mat. It goes, the small of my back just goes as I flatten my spine into the mat. And people are looking over me like, come on, yoga farts. They're all a part of it. But it was good. I'm so glad I went. You know, I'm really, really glad I went. I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to do a class again and I've, I've forgotten how much I, I loved it and I've forgotten how much joy I get out of it and I've forgotten you know, the parts of yoga that I, I really relish in. It's really clear though, how they're just the imbalance in my body, but it was nice to do something that wasn't under a barbell and it was nice to do something that wasn't in a rehab gym. It was nice to do something that was achieving a lot of the similar desired results, balancing out my muscles and, you know, trying to get equal amounts of mobility in both sides of my body. It was nice to do that without this kind of clinical rehabby kind of thing. And, and I guess the other thing is, I remember the, the the first rehab guy I saw after the surgery. He clocked me, and within a minute and a half, he goes, "The problem with you that I'm going to have is getting you to slow down. You're going to want to do too much." And he was right. So it's hard to say this to you, but I'm going to have to really look at, and I've probably said this to you before actually, but I'm, I'm really going to have to just be okay with not doing mega deadlifts for a while. I'm just going to have to be okay with that. As mad as it makes me feel, as much as I feel like a Viking, you know, pulling these weights off the ground, I'm just going to have to be okay with not doing it for a while because the the muscles that control my plane of movement aren't firing properly. And so I'm, I'm compensating, but I'm compensating under this fair amount of great load, which is putting me in more discomfort than I should be. Like if I don't move it at all, it really hurts. If I move it and I put my joint under load and move it holding a weight, whether it be a squat or a Turkish getup or something like that, it feels a lot better. If I do that just a little bit too much, it's so bad. So it's just finding that balance, finding that balance and just being okay with that balance, being okay with this is going to be what it is for a while. But geez, man, it's hard when I'm in those states where my hands shake from the pain. It's very hard to believe that it's not going to be like this forever. Really hard. But it's not. And that's where Audrey's amazing, she you know. She spoke to me yesterday. She goes, it's, it, it won't be like this forever. It's bad right now, but it won't be like this forever. Go and do some yoga. Come swimming with me. Let's get some movement back in you. And at that point, I was just, yes, okay, whatever you want. You are right. And I'm sorry it took me so long to listen to you, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, hopefully by the time you come and see us in Melbourne and Brisbane, I'll look a little less skew if I won't be walking 
uh, so wobbly because I'm walking a bit wobbly at the moment. And I don't like it because of the imbalances. But come say hi. Tickets are, I think Melbourne show tickets are 35 bucks. There's a booking fee on top of that, I think. But we wanted to keep the ticket price as cheap as we could make it. So, um, yeah, come and see us. If you need to get in touch, if you want to ask any questions about the show or, or whatever, just just let me know. It's it's a podcast show. We're going to make a podcast together, you and me, and a, a guest, which you will meet on the day. And I can't wait. And um, there'll be time for Q&A and everything. It'll be awesome. So come come check it out. Come and, you know, be there in the afternoon of the, the 3rd of April. It's a Sunday in Melbourne, Chapel of Chapel. And Brisbane's April 22nd. So Melbourne, 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. If you look in the show notes right now, there's a, there's a link there. Click on that link and grab some seats and, um, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. On Monday, our show is with uh, Kylie Tink. Kylie is one of a few really interesting people running in this upcoming federal election who all have something in common. They're all women. They're all incredibly skilled, very, very powerful unbelievable careers, stepping away from lives of just corporate dominance to run for parliament on a standpoint of accountability, economically conservative, but socially, I guess, progressive policy and just sensible climate policy, you know, and she's not alone. And we talk about this and it's really fascinating. There's um, Allegra Spender who's here in Sydney and there's a woman uh, running in Toowoomba who's along the same lines. And it, it's fascinating. It's really interesting that these people who are, I'm not saying similar, but there's, there's a commonality of, hang on, what? And they're all women. They're all very powerful, incredibly smart and all running on the same idea of like, no, no, no. Accountability is important and so is sensible climate policy and so is progressive social policy and conservative economic policy. And look, whether you agree with any of those things or not, I, that's fine. I, I just find it fascinating that this is happening right now and I can't wait for you to meet her because she's so inspiring. She tells a story about going toe-to-toe with Donald Rumsfeld. That'll curl your toes. And just when you're recovering from that, she tells a story about the time that she went one-on-one with Peter Dutton and far out, man, I can't wait for you to hear it because it is delicious. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, yeah, she's got what it takes. She's got what it takes. I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, if you need me between now and Monday, easy to find me. Uh, just on Instagram and um, send us your email at gmail.com. Thanks for listening this far. Look in the show notes, click on the tickets uh, link. It's right there. Or it's on my Instagram bio and it's also on osherginsburg.com. See you in Melbourne. See you in Brisbane. See you on Monday. Until we speak then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>